Sex and happiness both enrich our lives, yet it's surprising how few people can honestly say that they enjoy regular and fulfilling sex or describe themselves and their lives as happy. Host Lori Handlers helps you to experience real intimacy and happiness. You'll laugh a little, learn a little, and we hope put a smile on your face and a smile in your life. Now here's Lori. Hi, everybody. This is Lori Handlers, and you are listening to another episode of Sex and Happiness, a show about your sex and your happiness and my sex and my happiness and my guests' uh, sex and happiness as well. And um, today I'm very excited. It, I've been on air with this person like a whole bunch lately. I've been, we've, been, we've been doing all kinds of interviews together, and then we've been parallel interviewing because we've been in festivals together. So it is my pleasure to introduce you to Kamala Devi McClure. And I'm going to say a few things about her, and then a lot will become evident. One is she's best known for being the star of Showtime's uh, series, which is called Polyamory, Married and Dating. And so most people know her for that. As a matter of fact, some of my friends have said to me, you know her? <laughs> I watched that. You know, that was in the day that it was really, you know, on and featured and people were talking about it. And some of my friends were like, oh, I have such a crush on her and <laughs> a lot of things. It was really cool. She's also written five books. This is the sixth book. And this book she has edited. And then uh, other things, she, write, she offers a course for people like me who want to get a book written in 90 days. And many people I know are taking the course with her. And one of our dear friends just came out with her book, finally. And uh, there's probably others that I don't know about. And also, Kamala Devi is a mother of a wonderful young man, and mm-hmm. Devin. And, uh, and, and wife of uh, Michael McClure, and she is also joins me as lead faculty member of ISTA, International School of Temple Arts. So Kamala Devi, that's a big fanfare. Thank you, <laughs> I want to travel with you and have you give my introduction everywhere. Really? <laughs> yes, thank you. Well, I, listen, you are a woman of tremendous accomplishment. You know, and you and you have like this. You're, you're, you're definitely one of the most creative people I know. Just even the way you communicate and think about things and break things down and then put them back together. I just and and then you express them in a way that people can get it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So well, it's thank a you. Pleasure to be back with you. You know, I'm. I'm. This is kind of nostalgic because we've been. Uh, doing you know sharing on sex magic and a bunch of sacred sexual topics for so many years together so it's it's fun to now have your show be um on video as well yeah it's really good i mean i just decided it during the during the uh this pandemic the coronavirus i i think i was interviewing brianna crevier and she said to me well let's just look at each other so we can get cues from each other and then you don't have to use the video. And I sent it to my tech person, Sam, if you're listening, I'm going to shout out to you, Sam Humans. He's amazing. He's like so patient with me because sometimes I get shows in really late. Um, but he said to me, God, Brianna's so cute. Like you two should just be on the screen together. And so then I said, maybe I should do my shows like this. 
couple of other people asked me the same thing. So here we are. We're now doing video. Yeah. So it's great. So today we're actually going to talk about, I mentioned the book, so I'm going to hold up my copy. Mm-hmm. And I know you can match me. Yeah. <laughs> Sex Shamans. And so um, that I said this is her sixth, but I didn't say what her was. This is it. Mm-hmm. Sex so let's, you know, let's just talk about you for a second, then we'll talk about the book. You know, you, I mean, were you this kind of kid, like when you were growing up? Were you like a kid into every single thing? Were, did you drive your parents a little crazy in that you had so much curiosity about the world and like you wanted to get into everything and you probably pushed them to their limits? They didn't know as much as you wanted to know? I love your fantasy about my, uh, my childhood. But it's fun when you know someone and you think, oh, I could armchair analyze what they might do. Like. Um, and the reality is I don't attribute my creativity to my childhood at all. It's wow. it came in with my awakening. So it wasn't until my Kundalini burst open that I got access to, you know, creative energy is, is, puts, is what the creator does through us. So it was actually... Right part of the spiritual awakening that the creativity came. Yeah. And yeah. When you say Kundalini, I mean, that's what you're saying essentially is something I say a lot on this program, which is your creativity lives in your sex and sacral chakra. It's like where that's the energies of creation. So when you have a Kundalini awakening, whoop, you know, like it all just jumps in and you're like, now what? Right. And for me, um, although I have dabbled in art and dance and other artistic mediums, um, and theater is a deep love of mine, yes. uh, wordplay and writing is something I can't not do. It's like, um, and I've tried, I've tried to kind of put it aside, but then I'll be sleeping and then these words will come through my dream time. And, <laughs> and it'll be like, I feel sometimes like God's secretary, you know, where the, the muse is tapping you on the shoulder and you're like, where's paper need to write it down where's my computer um and so that's the i feel like i've written books despite myself um and this as you said is a book that i edited so even though i have a chapter in the book um the process for me was gathering collecting the storytellers that I know that have have had significant not not only awakenings themselves but made contributions in the sex shaman movement and I said let's tell this story from a multi-perspective perspective um compend like uh anthology essentially because um, if I was to tell one story of one sex shaman, people would say, oh, that's what a sex shaman is, or that's what it looks like. And it's like, no, this is a very unique, a very diverse, you know, movement that could move through anybody at any point. And you're one of them. So that's pretty I, I know. <laughs> I'm chapter two. I feel I'm very, um, I, I felt so honored to be asked, you know, to be invited, to be part of it. And, um, and it was a, it was really just an act of love. I mean, just like writing my story, you know, my story of my own sexual pro- 
precociousness, my own sexual interest, my own sexual awakening. And, you know, despite that my parents trying to like, you know, put an end to it at all, at every, <laughs> at every <laughs> crossroad, they were like, she's going to be in trouble. This one, you right. know, that's really, I mean, my theme was, despite the age and decade that I grew up in and that my parents were, especially my mother was desperately trying to like curtail my sexual curiosity, curtail the house. I wanted to dance slow with boys all the time and you know, everything I wanted to do, they were just like, Oh, they punished me. I, they kept me back from things, you know, because I just was, I was determined to be who I am. It's kind of unstoppable. The life force moves through Lori Handler's. <laughs> it's true. You know, it's true. So my chapter was, it was like a catharsis to write it because um, I got to put it all down and say, oh, this is my, this is the history of me, who, how I became who I am now. Started back then, you know, started when I was five. And my mother was yelling, you know, what are you doing in the bathroom? <laughs> it was just <laughs> cathartic as it is. I'm sure that you get asked all the time. People are like, wow, you're a force of nature. You're so fascinating. Like, you know, how did you get here? When did it start? And, you know, I mean, that's, that's one of the initiate, the um, impulses that started the book is having, you know, anybody I'd sit next to on an airplane when I was flying to teach a, a shamanic retreat there was always a question of, um, you know, what is a sex shaman? Where did it start? And so you probably get asked those questions and then to put it all in one story um, is, is almost, um, is almost healing. Like, have you, have you had many people um, that, you know, read the chapters yet? The book's fairly new. Yes. A lot of people, no, but a lot of people write to me and they say, they, and they say, I guess what came today, sex shamans, it's the perfect thing during this pandemic to be reading. You know, like so many, a lot of people have written me that, that very same sentence. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it is true that like, um, you know, this is a time to go inward. This is this world shamanic pause and introspection. So it's a time to look, you know, there's a saying, I think it's a Zen Cohen, but about kind of gazing into the navel, like looking at where we came from. Yeah. So it's a perfect time to say, you know, what's the life force doing through these leaders? Um, yeah. and, and I'm curious, like when you put your story out there, did you get any, like, were you embarrassed about anything or concerned about what people would think? No, I'm not that I'm, you know, here's when I get embarrassed. I don't get embarrassed telling my own story. Sometimes I tell more than I thought I was going to tell. You know, and I go, oh, okay, well, I can't take that back. You know, I just, I just, uh, I just said it. I get embarrassed sometimes when my partner and I are being interviewed or we're doing a class together and he says something that I wasn't prepared to share. And I, and then I say, wait a minute, you know, you didn't have any consent to share that. <laughs> so if it's anything I'm going to tell about myself, I just tell it. And at, the, at this point in my life, I, nothing really much embarrasses me. You know, uh, 
Beautiful. Then whether or not you're prepared, um, maybe I should tell your listeners about my favorite scene in the book where Lori okay. is blindfolded oh, in, yeah. <laughs> in a house waiting for her beloved to find which room she's in as she's riding her Sibian and like bringing herself to a, to, you know, climax after climax, like this rolling orgasmic scene, <laughs> the hotness of him coming in and finding you and, and, and you just, the anticipation of you not knowing when he's going to take you from behind. <laughs> and I love uh, this image, this story that you tell. It's so, um, you know, really brazen. It was. The whole scene was really, really brazen. And it was, uh, I think it's better than anything they put in Fifty Shades of Grey myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have a great imagination and I can concoct some really great fantasies. But uh, that one, I think, it was risque. It was, uh, it was, uh, yeah, it had all the elements of anything that I would want, really, mm -hmm. in a fantasy. So thanks. Yeah, it's fine to tell it. What's fun is, you know, we get to hear one of your sexy highlights, and then, and then, as an anthology with these twenty really creative and spiritual beings, you get to see. How the, how the creative force moves through each person differently and they, as they share their various awakenings and highlights. And um, it, it just gives a lot of permission to the reader, you know, to, to get naked about their, not just, you know, fantasy life, but their real emotional inhibitions, you know, to drop the inhibitions. Yeah, yeah. It does. Well, we're going to take a short break here, and then I want to talk about, uh, I want to actually talk about how you, the authors that you selected, the people that you selected, and I want to let you know just now, before we take this little break, that I, uh, I read every single one. Mm -hmm. Not like, there's a lot of things that I'm in that I just read, like, my thing, you know, and, like, I don't have time to move on with everything. I read every single chapter in this book. Because mm -hmm. I thought to myself, I gotta really know who these people are. I know them all, but I want to know them in more in depth. So I did, and I like to talk about that a little bit. You know, about the different people, and and even and also Deborah Adipole. Right. You know. So um, so, if you just tuned in, you're listening to Sex and Happiness. This is Laurie Handlers. I am here with my dear friend Kamala Davy McClure. Uh, and probably one of those creative people that I know, you know, so, um, so you know, I, I'm, I want to pull some, some of her creative juice out and rub it all on you, whoever's listening. <laughs> so we'll be right back. Stay tuned. We'll be back shortly. Did you ever stop to think that love is your birthright, that you don't need to earn it or prove it? You just need to live it. I'm personally inviting you to the path of true love, power, and freedom. If you're ready to enliven your soul through conscious sexuality and dive deeply into profound ritual that frees your heart, I'm inviting you to join us for the spiritual sexual shamanic experience. This is better known to most of you as the ISTA Level 1 training. I am regularly leading these courses along with a team of accomplished facilitators all around the world. As a matter of fact, these trainings have taken place in 34 countries. For information on when I'm leading, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com. Or for a full schedule, you can go to SchoolofTempleArts.org. 
Please consider this invitation seriously because love and freedom are your natural state of being. Are you wondering what book to read to jumpstart your life? Get the best from relationships? Attain the deepest feelings of intimacy? Do you want the best sex along with great happiness? Get your copy of Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy by Lori Handlers right now. You'll learn how to make love in the unknown, take the performance anxiety and reaching a goal out of sex. You'll learn subtle ways of communication and really important practices to empower you when dealing with an intimate partner. You'll let go of blame and struggle. Doesn't this sound great? Sex and happiness puts the innocence back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. Take charge of your life, physically, emotionally, and spiritually with Sex and Happiness by Lori Handlers, only nineteen ninety nine paperback and fourteen ninety nine ebook. Order your copy today by going to butterflyworkshops.com. That's butterflyworkshops.com for your copy of Sex and Happiness. My question for people right now is if you're a woman who could use a little zest and zing in your arousal response, or maybe you know women or a woman who could use this, because many women say that their feelings of desire, arousal, and sexual satisfaction don't happen as naturally or as often as they'd like. So I want to tell you about Zestra, because Zestra was developed to meet this much-needed option for women. Uh, Zestra safe and a patented blend of botanical oils and extracts and it's created to help women have increased sexual sensations. Zestra comes in convenient single dose personal packets. Each packet keeps the essential arousal oils and extracts free, fresh and safe from light. And with application of Zestra, it starts to work within three to five minutes. And at about 10 minutes, there's something called the Zestra Rush. And that can last up to about 45 minutes. The great news is that Zestra can be used as frequently as you like during each sexual experience. Now, I'm somebody who believes that all women deserve sexual satisfaction. That's why I do this show, in case you hadn't noticed. So I believe that men and women deserve sexual satisfaction. So if you're a woman who isn't getting that kind of arousal response that you want please call 877-426-8047. That's 877-426-8047. And please remember to say you heard about Zestra from Laurie Handlers on the Sex and Happiness Show. We are back with Sex and Happiness, and we're talking today about the book, Sex Shamans, which we both were having a duel. We're both holding our book up. <laughs> and uh, this, it's an anthology. How many people are actually in this? Come on, Danny. There are, there are 20 chapters. 20 so, chapters. Yeah. And um, it's interesting because I, I am starting a new wisdom circle with the authors and doing expert interviews. And I, I just promoted, I said, and we'll have 20, you know, we'll, talk with 20 of the authors. And then I realized Deborah Taj Anapol is one of the 20 authors and she's crossed over to the other side. So that'll be an interesting interview. (laughs) (laughs) interview. Now I have two, I think I have two interviews with her from my really old archives. um, When the show was called uh, Tantra Cafe, I think before it was called Sex and Happiness, Deborah 
Annapol was on my show, and she was a really dear friend of mine. She was also an ISTA lead faculty. Yes. I mean, she was she was taking a little break when I decided to come in, mm-hmm. and I remember one of our one of our probably our last phone call. She said to me, "Oh." Well, when you come in, this will be really great. I'm looking forward to this. And then we never had a chance to work together. Like, yeah. it, like you know, she, she passed away. Also, um, I want to mention the cover, which mm-hmm. is, you know, I'm going to show people the snake, the Kundalini rising. Um, and the, it's, you, you probably know this as the caduceus, which is um, the medical symbol you know, doctors don't even know. <laughs> the medical profession doesn't even know that this is sexual energy rising up the spine. But this one was done by Muki Okan, who also is no longer with us, and she was a dear friend of mine and one of yours, and um, in a different school. Yep. Yeah, so Muki, I mean, it's a brilliant story because you know, we, we as a collective, the 20 of us sex shamans were debating on the book cover. And I proposed a book cover, like even you can see the caduceus kind of energy uh, behind me. Yes. Um, and, and, and I proposed a book cover and I proposed another one and nobody could agree on anything. And so I'm asleep and I get a vision. This is a shield that Mookie created and it just came into the, my, the middle of my mind, like center stage. And I saw it, and I, it wouldn't go away. It wouldn't go away. So then I, I wrote Mookie to ask for permission, and then I called her, and I spoke to her while she was in the hospital. And she said, you know, yes, and signed the release for me to use it, and that was just days before she crossed over. And it feels like such a gift. You know, and her, her thing was, She's very aligned. I met her through the Sedona School of Temple Arts. She's very aligned with these teachings, even though, of course, she's a Kudoshka teacher. Um, and she has a documentary called Pussy Talks, you know, and, right. she said, you know, if you share, share with the world, you know, I want to get Pussy Talks out there, put that in your book, you know, and so I'm just blessed to have her shield, which is the thing about art and amulets and protective insignias is that they really are shamanic tools. And so it's not just a book cover. It's a, um, it's a sacred mandala and it, it transmits energy. The, 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 the art does as do the various chapters. And so having the blessings of, um, you know, of that sex shaman as she was crossing over as well as, as Taj's story from the other side. Um, and Taj's story is followed by a exercise, you know, on how to contact and communicate with your spirit guides. Uh, because each of the personal narratives by each author um, has, you know, a related uh, tantric or sacred sexual exercise to right. stimulate one's sexual shaman uh, journey. Well, yeah, I know. My, well, mine has Lottie Han, which I'm sort of famous for, you know, moving in the unknown. And I give you credit for all, some of the other Hans. <laughs> Naughty Han. And- Naughty Han. We created Naughty Han. And where were we? Montreal or Massachusetts? <laughs> Montreal. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> People were asking me about all those Hans when we were in the ISTA Festival online. And I said, well, yeah, there's... 
quite a few Hans. You could do Nani Han. I said, I'm gonna, Kamala Devi helped create that one. And uh, so, yeah, that's what I give at the end of my chapter. So how did the, um, how, how actually did you come upon, like, who became a part of this? You know, are they all ISTA faculty? Are they all? Um... Yeah, so everybody in this collection is related to the International School of Temple Arts. Um, and some are apprentices like um, Mia, who's a muse. You know, she really, uh -huh. she's really more of a, um, wrote poetry for the epilogue. And, and so we have lead faculty, faculty, apprentices. Um, organizers, a few organizers. Yes. And so the, the idea is, um, it is very much an international group and it ha is so diverse. You know, we have like so many continents represented. Um, and initially it was a, an invitation to those that I, whose stories I'm fascinated by, you know, the, the, the ones who's, who I know have, almost this like super, like you're, you're kind of an exception, Lori. I want to say it's like, you knew from the start, like this energy came through you in childhood and you can trace it back and you can say, oh, this is where it came from. But as I was saying, you know, that my creativity awoke in my sexual awakening, it's almost like a walk-in experience. So a lot of people had really normal lives. There was no sign of anything extraordinary. And then <laughs> it's like, there's a, you know, lightning bolt that hits them or a tragedy or the dark night of the soul. And almost they turn into a different person, change their name, you know, become a gypsy and go teach, you know, sexuality around the world. So it's really radical to see <laughs> the rabbis or the priests in the book who had a particular journey, but then, you know, get excommunicated to do this work, you know, to see that kind of radical change. Yeah. So it's, it's the stories that fascinated me, uh, and that that was the glue um, in this volume of the book. But, you know, as, as I said, I was interested, am interested, despite COVID times, I'm interested in multiple volumes of this book, potentially. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you say that to me. You know, I, I, you just gave me a piece that puts a lot of things together for me. You know, when I used to be at Landmark Education, we used to have this expression, that's the air that you breathe, the water that you swim in. And when you breathe that air and you swim in that water, you don't notice it as anything special, you being anyone. And so I sometimes, like when people go into deep meditations and they come out with all this stuff, like I'm like, yeah, I didn't get it. Or when we go into... Or we go into like uh, guided meditations. I sleep. I snore. I don't. I I tried to. Crystal Dawn Morris has tried to teach me how to stay up during guided meditations. Who's another author in this in the sex shamans? And she has me put my hands like up at the <laughs> elbows, and then I lay down. And then if my hands fall down, I'm, I should wake up. I don't wake up. I just go right to sleep, and at, at the very end of the meditation, I come right up. I'm fresh. I know when the end of the meditation is, but I am not present for any of the words. So I always sort of put myself down thinking I'm not shamanic enough. I, I don't connect to these 
things, these outer rays and things. But maybe it's just that this is the water that I swim in and the air that I breathe. Like I've always been like this. And it doesn't occur as anything special. You know, it just occurs as, yeah, so. It's who you are. <laughs> so it may, it, you know, I just gave myself, I just took myself off a hook when yeah. you spoke to me. I'm glad. And, you know, and I also want to take everybody off the hook and say that, like, our shamanic superpowers are, you know, everybody has a shamanic superpower of some form. And they're so varied. And part of the reason it's hard to even identify them is because there's so many different channels. Um, at the beginning of the book, you know, in the foreword, Bruce Lyon talks about a radio that has to be tuned to different stations and how we all are like these radio receptors and what is our bandwidth? Because the world operates on a very, no the 3D world is a narrow bandwidth. Right. And when you get shamanic, you're expanding to different dimensions. And some people, their dimension that they tune into is so different than the 3D world that it, that, like, it doesn't even fit or they're eccentric or they're considered odd. And some people, it's like, you know, your, one of your superpowers is, is, and which is what makes you so relatable, is how, you know, how in how your intuition so practical it's almost like practical shamanism it's so real and uh, relatable but the point for everybody listening is that whatever your superpower or wherever your bandwidth is you can expand it you can you can learn to open and be receptive to other other channels as well that's true it's really really true and you know i feel yeah i feel like mine is sort of like no nonsense every day mm -hmm. But, you know, I did, uh, I have acquired a superpower since uh, the beginning of Tantra teaching, and I don't even, there's two things that I think are different. Um, I don't know if I wrote about it in the chapter, I can't remember. Um, one is when people are doing emotional release, and if I put my, sometimes I don't ask for permission, but sometimes I do. If I put my hands on, and so when I ask for permission, I might go around the room and put my hands on someone. When I put my hands on someone, I can definitely remember for them what they needed to say when some trauma was happening to them. Mm. I don't know if I if I even wrote about that, but I always I always consider that to be sort of shamanic. Like, how do I know what they should have said to their trespasser or right. their, you know? So that's one thing. And lately, with my, with my beloved Michael. I, uh, and yours is named Michael too, so Michael Gibson. Um, we, sometimes when we're making love, often when we're making love, and we're not having intercourse, but we're, but he's like pleasuring me in, a di in different ways. I actually visit the void on a regular basis. Like I go out in space and come back having like, been floating in the Milky Way somewhere, seeing stars. Sometimes I have a message. Sometimes I don't have a message, but I just, he'll say to me, you were out there for this long. Like he'll time it and mm -hmm. say, you know, you were in the void for a, a really long time. How are you? And I'm like, I don't know. There's, like, there's nothing like it mm. except sleep. But sleep is different from that. Sleep is different from orgasmic void visit. Yeah. 
So those I consider to be supernatural. <laughs> you know, like they are definitely not ordinary reality. Gorgeous. Yeah. And there is a big distinction between void energy and dream time, you know, because we go through these sleep is a hologram of, you know, our various states in waking life. And so we have like this event horizon when we're just falling asleep and then we go into dream time and then we go to deep dreamless leap, which is, you know, this absolute void place. Mm -hmm. Um, But we don't remember any of it through sleep in the way that if you enter into these realms consciously, you can, you can journey in dream time or you can, you know, dissolve into infinite intelligence, you know, through void and, and, and no, and the, and recall it in a way when you're awake in waking life. So yeah, there are all these different states and you, you know, voice beautifully how you have access to certain states but more than others and we can all you know kind of cultivate that and some tantric astrology will point to like where the void is in your chart and i'll say oh you access the void through your through meditation and someone else you you for example through sex or eros and someone else accesses voice through dance and someone needs to go into the voice void to go into poetry you know it's different yeah different access points i get that completely and and what's fun is i'm I'm looking at your chapter and it does have that your superpower so this is um part of your shaman stats it says superpower i'm able to read people my hands can feel trauma i listen and speak clearly and i share this because it's it's fun to note that each of these co-authors actually has a little shaman stat card like a superhero card at the beginning of your chapter your transpersonal name is Lottie Han I won't say well you're proud of your birthday <laughs> most people would be like yeah, I don't care. no everybody knows what my name is 1947 right Sagittarius New York City that you live in Phoenix Arizona and your archetype is a magician um, and so you list your lineage and your teachers and a motto here, which is we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. George Bernard Shaw. Well, and I was just trying to conjure that up yesterday. I'm so glad you just read that to me again. <laughs> it's a beautiful quote, you know, and it's really yeah. fun. Um, each of these, you know, shamans had a way of like, here's some, Here's an introduction, a little bit like a Tinder dating site, and then you get into reading their chapters and uh, get naked with what their journey is. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, I have another favorite quote that I I remember I couldn't decide which to give you, and I have it in my book, Sex and Happiness, which is um, by the Beatles. And in the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make. Mm. And that's like really if you're not making love yeah. like through it all, then you're not getting too much. <laughs> like the idea is, you know, even one of my greatest teachers, Warner Earhart said, uh, promise what's missing. Like whatever it is that you want from by somebody or something or in a relationship, you need to promise it. You need to promise it, not expect the other person to just bring it. Yeah. Hafiz writes about this concept in terms of like everyone's seeking love and and it's like 
they're they're looking for that ingredient and he says why not be uh like have the moon in your eyes where you're the love that they're seeking and it's really beautiful in fact my favorite quote um is is a roomy directive and it's mm. do as much work in the invisible realms as you do in the visible and you know since we started off by talking about creativity i would say that that's the key that creativity is you know people look at oh wow you've produced so much but where where i pr- produced it from is the unseen from the unmanifest so you're spending some time in the unmanifest and then you become a bridge and you bring something into the world from you know bef- beyond the veil yeah so good really good all right we're going to take another break here this is perfect when we come back we're going to talk about the future you've made a little mention of it but we'll talk a little bit about this circle you're creating or something that we're doing with um the book and the people involved in it so if you just tuned in again you're listening to sex and happiness again i'm laurie handler's your host and but i'm you know today i'm speaking to somebody who also hosts many things so we're we're sharing that host spotlight asking each other questions back and forth so this is kamala david mcclure and we will be right back and we'll tell you some of what's going to happen as a result of the publish the publishing of this book so stay tuned we're coming right back So many times you've heard Lori talk about emotional release on this show. She says over and over again how important it is for you and your loved ones. Now you can do emotional release in the privacy of your own home. And you can practice Lottie Han too, meditation that prepares you for making love in the unknown. In her CD, Shamanic Release and Lottie Han, she creates a safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work Lori is known for in her Butterfly Workshops courses. Lori sets you up with the proper positioning and breathing. Then she guides you through each emotional state to the beat of tribal African rhythms. This CD actually provides an easy way to do emotional clearing work on a regular basis. Order your copy of Shamanic Release and Lottie Han today and watch your relationships walk free of emotional baggage. To order your copy, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com right now. As a sex and happiness coach... I understand that increased sexual participation intensifies sexual responsiveness and desire, as well as overall health and well-being. My experience with a Sibian has personally increased my sexual response, and I can now train women to use this machine to have peak orgasms as often as possible. I strongly believe this will add to their health and well-being whether they have a partner or not. The beauty and the miracle of the human body is that it adapts and changes much more rapidly than people change their beliefs or their opinions. The Sibian can make any woman's body more resilient with each peak orgasm. Sibian is an amazing experience often described as the Lamborghini of sex toys. If you're a woman and you can get yourself to look at Sibian, you should do so. It won't take away from your partner. It will only add. Trust me on this. I love my Sibian. Go to Sibian.com. That's S-Y-B-I-A-N.com. Or call 
1-800-253-6135. That's 800-253-6135. And say, Lori Handler has told you about Sibian. And by the way, if you do have a partner, ask about Venus for Men. That's Venus, V-E-N-U-S, for men. Once again, this is Sex and Happiness. I'm Laurie Handlers. This is Kamala Davy McClure. And uh, hey, you know, a lot of people want to know what your name means. What does oh. Kamala Davy mean? I, you know, what I'm happy, you happy to share. It's um, I get teased a lot too because it's such a mouthful. Um, the name was given to me from a traditional Hindu yogic order. And when they, when my guru at the time, cause I was a yoga teacher said, uh, this is a tantric name. Be careful with it. Um, <laughs> not tantric order. He was scared of it. He, <laughs> he who worships the divine with her body. Mm. Literal translation of Kamala is lotus flower you know so it's like the flower has has roots and that the lotus is very tantric um and devi of course means goddess uh but it's it's been really fun growing into uh the name and i i think names you know a lot of time a lot of different spiritual wisdom traditions there's a lot of meaning behind the name and um we've lost that a lot. And, and, and now for me, I think there's a lot of meaning, more meaning behind the pronoun. <laughs> you know, it's like what, you know, now we're putting our attention on, you know, what are our pronouns and how yeah, do we, him, her, they, it. Yeah. So I'm spending more time where 20 years ago, it was a big shift for me to, you know, sh- to shift into this Hindu name. Cause I'm, I'm Latina and I'm Mexican and like, uh, and Jewish as well. And so now I have a, Hindu Irish name. <laughs> McClure is my husband's last name. And that was a big transition. <laughs> and now, you know, I'm shifting into they, them. And that's more of the conversation. You know, it's like, whoa, how, you know, how does one use a plural as a pro- pronoun when you're in one body? So Excellent. I'm really glad you bring up more, uh, another topic for another subject. I mean, another <laughs> show. We should do that one too. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about the future of this. Um, you know, like the book came out and two seconds later, there was a, there was a call to stay at home. <laughs> so any, cause so we didn't have a physical book signing. We didn't go to a bookstore in Sedona. We didn't, which, which wasn't sure if they, if sex shamans was an appropriate title or <laughs> a library where we're supposed to go. It wasn't, sure if sex shamans was something they wanted to sponsor in their physical space. So we did it online. And so think we've all had to quickly accommodate and shift uh, our directions. So now what? Now what's going to happen with sex shamans? And are there more sex shamans on your wait list? And, you know, like that. For sure. It, 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 it. I'm certain there's a big blessing in and non accident in this book coming out at this time of shamanic pause. Um, and one of the, um, what do they say? Like invention. I don't know. Desperate. Adversity. Adversity is the mother of invention. 
Great. So we are, you know, inventing now new ways, um, like book clubs virtually. And what I thought would be more like book clubs are so mundane or ordinary. What I felt would be um, um, a deeper way to transmit these teachings, because the reason we wrote it isn't like, hey, let's create a bestseller or let's, you know, the reason we wrote it is like, these are untold stories. These are the kinds of stories that get censored and that are unbelievable and that we want to ignite and transmit what's possible in every reader. And the book is like an introduction, but the real work is what it, um, how it plays out in your own spiritual practice in your own awakening. So by creating a wisdom circle, where we can be in dialogue with the various art, you know, authors and, and offer expert guidance, we can actually cultivate a deeper uh, support the journey of those in the tribe who many of whom not only can't go travel the world to study with us because of COVID, but, but many of whom wouldn't normally like that's the beauty of books is that a lot of people who, can read a book and do a self-study that can't go meet Lori Handlers when she's in Guatemala or India or, you know, so it's a nice way to bring these teachings to them. That's awesome. Are you thinking something like a show, like The View, you know, where like four or five people get together every week and then they have, you know, they discuss one of the topics? I love the idea we're starting humbly and we're just doing a, you know, a wisdom circle and a monthly, I mean, who's got time for every week, you know, but this idea of like a monthly transmission and teachings in a group that can discuss and explore. And so I'm starting off by interviewing one author a month, you know, for this year. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see where it takes us from there. And what falls out. Group. <laughs> <laughs> the invitation of course is for you to get the book it's on amazon and inner traditions is our publisher and then also um all you need to be a part of this group is is to submit your email you know and then you can be part of the group and get all these free transmissions great so do you want to give them where to submit the email to yeah at this we have a sex shamans website um that we're building um, so I would go, so you could probably find it there, but KamalaDevi.com, you know, as an editor right now, that's the safest bet. Go to KamalaDevi.com and, um, and enter your email there and we'll get you into the Sex Shamans Book Club or send an email um, or to Lori. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you can send it to me, Lori yeah. at LoriHandlers.com. Um, I want to spell your name, though, because not everybody knows how to spell it. K-A-M-A-L-A, all A's, Kamala, and then Devi is D-E-V-I dot com. Dot com, wonderful. Well, I want to thank you for being my guest today. I, you know, I love talking to you, and um, I was really excited for this morning. Yeah, it was a pleasure, Lori. Thank you. Uh, To get together, and I want this book to be a super hit. I mean, I really, just what you said especially for people who would never get the class, especially for people who are somehow hidden, even to themselves, like who need some stimulus to be able to find their connection between their sexuality and their shamanism. 
to find their connection to that awakening. Like, get the book. It's on Amazon. It's easy to get. And, um, and see if it inspires you to be even more than you, even, than you think. Then, you know, then the water that you swim in and the air that you breathe. <laughs> yeah, so thanks so much. Uh, so everybody who's listening and watching, thank you so much for being my audience. Uh, this program is only there because of you um, and because somebody out there is listening, and a lot of you are, and a lot of you have been. So I, I really, every time I meet someone who says to me, I've been listening to your show for years, I'm just like, Really? How did you hear about it? It's, such a, it's always such a surprise. It's wonderful. So thank you very much. This is Laurie Handler saying namaste to all of you and to Kamala Devi for being my guest today. And tune in next time when I will have another amazing guest for you. Somebody will open up something new that you haven't heard before and that maybe you were just waiting to hear that thing. So bye for now. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today for Sex and Happiness. To learn more about Lori and her work, please go to ButterflyWorkshops.com or follow her on Twitter or Facebook. You can send her an email at sexandhappiness at gmail.com. We'll see you again right here next week for another edition of Sex and Happiness. Oh.